Welcome to episode 168 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, we're going to talk about five ways you can get a better workout. So look, you have a goal, you're spending the time in the gym, let's make sure you're getting the most out of that time. Let's go. Hello, my friend. On today's episode, I want to talk about five ways to get a better workout. Now, I do want to start with the caveat here that any movement is good movement. If you're just starting to work out, any movement is good movement. If your main and actually if your only goal is like, hey, I just want to be healthier. I know it's good for my body to move. And the way I like to move is Zumba. Great. Go for it. The way I like to move is picking um, random workouts on TikTok and just following them. Go for it. Absolutely no problem with that. The more specific your goal is, like if you have a goal to get stronger, if you have a goal to build muscle definition so that you look more toned, that you have you know, more toned arms, toned legs, the more specific your, your goals are, the more specific we have to have your workouts be. Just doing any movement is not necessarily going to get you where you want to go. And again, if you're just beginning and you're just like, I just need to get up off my couch, literally whatever you like to do, do it. No judgment from me. But if you are someone and you're like, I do have a more specific goal, I really want to get stronger and or I want to get more toned and defined. Um, if those are your goals, let me give you some advice on how to make the most of your workout time, how to use your time more effectively and more efficiently. Here we go. Five ways to get a better workout. Number one, focus on main movement patterns, not combination moves. Combination moves look really jazzy. These are the kinds of things you'll see often on social media. Um, people wearing these cute coordinated sets, doing these movements that look fun and exciting. Like that looks hard. So we're talking about things like a lunge with a lateral raise. Can you picture that? So you're stepping back into a reverse lunge and you're lifting your arms out towards the side. So you'll see things like that. Or you'll see things like a Romanian deadlift to a tricep kickback. So we do that Romanian deadlift where we push our butt back, we hinge forward, and then you'll see a person at the bottom position, take their their hands and kick them back to work the backs of their arms. These, again, they look interesting. They look hard. They look pretty jazzy. They're not very effective. The reason being, and I'm going to talk about these two moves I just talked about here. There's loads of combinations like this. The fault with most of these, not all of them, there are a couple that are good, but more often than not, the problem is you are not loading one of the two exercises appropriately. So in that Romanian deadlift to a tricep kickback, Romanian deadlifts, they're working the backs of your legs and they're working your glutes. These are really big, strong muscles. You are likely, even if you're more of a beginner, you're likely using minimum 20 pound dumbbells. And as you get stronger and stronger, we're talking 30s, 40s, 50s plus for your Romanian deadlift. I don't care how advanced you are, how strong you are, nobody is doing tricep kickbacks with a 50-pound dumbbell. They're not doing that. Likely, you're doing your tricep kickbacks when you're actually loading them appropriately with something. Even 10 can be heavy for a tricep kickback for a lot of women. And so do you see the discrepancy there? If you can, if you can 
Romanian deadlift, 40 pound dumbbells, but you're attaching that move to a tricep kickback. And the most you can do is 10 pounds. Do you see that, that you're not going to be able to load the RDL appropriately? You're going to have to go with the weight for the exercise, um, that you, that is more limiting. So that tricep kickback, same thing. If we look at that lunge to a lateral raise, lateral raise, again, this is a, and because of the long moment arm, so how far away from your body you are lifting that weight, you use much lighter weight than you would for something like a lunge. So the lateral raise, a lot of women, they're using five pounds or less, six pounds, eight pounds, maybe 10 pounds for a lateral raise. Whereas for a lunge, many women can lunge, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you can lunge with a lot of weight. Again, this is a lower body exercise. So we're talking about your quads and your glutes. Do you see that those two exercises are not complementary with the amount of weight you're going to need for each exercise? You are going to need to go with the exercise that you can lift uh, the lighter amount of weight for, right? Because there's no way you're going to be able to do that lateral raise with the weight you would use for your lunge typically. So now you're going to limit your lunge. You're not going to be loading it appropriately. Every exercise I'm, I mentioned here of these four can be a useful exercise, but you need to take them apart and then load them appropriately for that individual lift. You're way better focusing on individual movement patterns than making these combination moves. I know it might seem like, oh, but that's time effective, but can you see how it's not? Because you're not actually loading it appropriately. So when you think about the main movement patterns, think about doing variations of squats, deadlifts, bridges, upper body pushes, upper body pulls, and lunges. That's really where we want you to focus the most on your workouts. And we want you to do these as individual movements, not these combination movements most of the time. Okay, so that's number one. Number two and number three are really linked. Number two is slowing down the exercises. Number three is taking proper rest time. And we're going to talk about both of these together. The issue with both of these is that most people, when they do their workouts, specifically women, most women, when they're doing their workouts, are really focused, whether consciously or subconsciously, on burning calories, keeping their heart rate up, sweating in an effort to burn calories. This focus on burning calories means that you are actually not focusing on the purpose of the workout that would get you to the result of being stronger and looking more toned and defined. And that is being able to lift heavy enough weight so you give yourself an appropriate stimulus. So let's take the focus off of burning calories. We can do that by slowing down the exercises themselves. So instead of trying to blast through um, using a lot of speed, we want you to focus on the muscle that you're trying to use. We want you to think about moving through a full range of motion with control. Okay. So you're, which both directions, the up and the down of every movement, we want you to do it under control, not with a lot of momentum, not with a lot of body English, really slowing down the moves and controlling them. So that's one piece of not focusing on burning calories. And the second piece <clears throat> is taking appropriate rest times in between your exercises. A lot of women don't like to rest at all, or if they do, it's these really mini rests where they're just kind of like catching their breath and then they're right back at it. Or 
Alternatively, they take a rest break, but during their rest break from their strength move, they're throwing in cardio. So maybe they're doing a set of chest presses and then they're taking a rest break. But during that rest break, they're running in place. They're doing high knees. They're doing jumping jacks to get these like cardio burst kind of things going. And it's actually taking away from your ability to fully recover so that you can push harder again when you lay back down for your chest press. So instead of either skipping your rest time or you doing cardio during your rest time, let's have you take an actual dedicated rest break. Now, it surprises a lot of women when I say this, but two minutes is a really great rest time. For some moves, you might want to even be heavier. So if you're doing a heavy barbell back squat, a heavy barbell deadlift, any exercise where you're working in the like three to five rep range for these really heavy lifts, we're talking even doing three to five minutes till you're more fully recovered, but minimum two there. For the rest of your workout, for much of that workout, shooting for around two minutes is a great idea. As you get toward the end of your workout and are doing some isolation moves, um, you know, bicep work, tricep work, could you go less like 60 to 90? Sure. Because we don't want your workout to feel burdensome. We want you to be like, I can do this in a reasonable amount of time. If you have the time that you could still take two minutes, go for it. I, I usually do, but you could go down to that 60 to 90 seconds for those more isolation moves towards the end of your workout. If you're like, holy cow that's a lot of rest time. I'm telling you, this is where the magic lies. It's going to allow you to push hard on the next set. So take those rest times. I do suggest that you time them with a stopwatch. It can be really easy to stop and then in your mind think like, oh, surely that was two minutes. And really it's been like 45 seconds, if that. So go ahead and time your rests so that you can be sure that you're taking them properly. If you're like, what the heck am I supposed to do during this time? That's all. now I'm taking many minutes of rest during my workout. One good use of that time is to just lightly walk, like literal stroll, not trying to get your heart rate up, just pacing around, pacing around the bench that you're working on, just moving your body a little bit, get it to time to a way to use that time to get some steps in. You can rewatch your form videos. So if you took a video of your set, this would be a good time to look at that so you can make adjustments, see how things are looking. I love using rest time for that. Um, one thing I would suggest you don't do is get on your phone and mess around because then, wow, two minutes can pass fast and it can be four minutes, six minutes, and you're like down the TikTok rabbit hole. So take your rest times. You're going to get a much better stimulus. You're going to be set up for the next tip I'm going to give you here, this is number four on five ways to get a better workout, and that is to use proper intensity. Providing enough stimulus for your muscles to change is the point of strength training. You need to give it the give it, give your muscles the stimulus they need to change or they're not going to change. And when I say change, what I mean is get you that toned and defined look, get you stronger. That's the change you're looking for. And in order to do that, you need to give them a reason to change. You need to give them enough stimulus. So lifting heavy enough for you and lifting heavy enough for you does not mean the exact same number of pounds as lifting heavy for your sister or your neighbor or for me. It depends individually what is heavy. We're looking heavy for you. So don't be intimidated by that word heavy. So the question then is, how do you know how much weight to lift for a given exercise? Well, I want you to start light. For many exercises, you can start body weight only while you're working on your form. 
then use lightweight while you nail your form, work through a full range of motion. And then from there, work on increasing the weight so that by the end of each set, end of each set, that the last few reps are incredibly challenging. In fact, challenging enough that you feel like you couldn't do more than one or two more good reps. If you get to the point and you're like, okay, um, my workout said I should do three sets of 10 and I just did 10. The paper says I'm done at 10. Just stopping at 10 doesn't necessarily mean you did 10 actually stimulating reps. What I want you to do is really focus on how do you feel by the time you get done rep 10. If it felt like you could do three more, four more, five more reps, the next set, you need to increase that weight and pay attention again. So there's definitely some plug and play to find that weight for each exercise that you do. And then once you have it, you can focus on improving from there. So that means, let's say you figure out that on a dumbbell row, that 20 pounds in the eight to 10 rep range, like you can get eight reps with 20 pounds. Awesome. That means the next week, if you've got all three sets at eight week, at eight reps, the next week you can focus on adding another rep. So now you're getting nine reps for that 20 pounds. And then the next week you can focus on getting up to that 10 reps. And then you can up the weight again and then go back down to eight reps. So you really want to figure out, is this weight heavy enough at the end of my set? It's a really, it actually makes workouts really exciting, makes them really interesting to constantly be striving to get better. It's not just laying down and moving that weight around. It's really focusing on how heavy is this? Could I actually do more? Should I go up another rep? Is it time uh, to add more weight here? It makes it really exciting. And most exciting of all is actually seeing results. And when you're really pushing the intensity in this way, over time, you're going to see results. So really focus on does my set feel challenging? At the end of each set, do I feel like I couldn't do more than one or two reps? If you do feel like that, awesome. If you don't, add more weight the next set. All right, that brings us to tip number five. The fifth way to get a better workout is to fuel properly for your workouts. Now, this doesn't have to be something super fancy. When we're talking about your overall nutrition, what you do across the day is way more important than what you do before any given workout. But if you're not feeling particularly, um, if you're not feeling like you have a lot of energy in your workouts, let's talk about what's happening pre-workout. This is especially applicable for people who it's been a long time since your last meal. If you're eating within the two hours or so before training, just use that meal to fuel appropriately. Make sure you're getting at least 25 to 30 grams of carbs and protein in that meal and have it be a little lower in fat. Fat um, takes longer to digest. It can not feel as good when you're working out to have so much fat in your system. So making sure you're getting 25 to 30 grams of carbs and protein in your meal or snack in the two hours or so before training is fantastic. Now, if you have a time where you're going to be eating within like that 30 minutes before workout, this really applies to people who wake up and they just go to work out or um, it's been several hours since you've eaten and you're going to have a a nice little snack here before your workout. You're thinking like, what should I eat? Look for protein and carbs, specifically look for easy to digest protein and carbs. So something like protein powder in water 
So not like a fancy protein shake where you're adding peanut butter and stuff, but some protein powder with water and some fruit, a banana, an apple. So some carbs and an easy to uh, some easy to digest carbs and a protein. You may have seen on TikTok, it was really popular about a year, a year ago, this rice crispy before your workout trend. It was everywhere. I know my friend's kids were doing it. She's like, we are going through rice crispy treats at an unbelievable pace. Why was that so popular? Well, look, a lot of things are popular that don't work at all. This actually can work. And the reason is rice krispies are just, they're just simply a fast digesting carb. And so carbs are our body's main energy source. So we want to have them on board when we're working out. Rice Krispie treats, that's a fun way to do it. So look for some like some fruit and a protein shake. You could do a Rice Krispie treat. This would be a good time to like have your bowl of cereal. Uh, if you're going to be working out right before you work out, that 30 minutes before, just something quick digesting carbs and a protein source. But again, this doesn't have to be something you do specifically to work out. It could just be your regular meal that like two hour window before. All right. So there you have it. That is five ways to get a better workout in. I hope that this has been helpful and I will catch you next time on the Fitness Simplified Podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I hope you found it motivational, inspirational, educational, organizational. If you did find value in this episode today, it would mean a great deal to me if you would leave a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to this episode on. It really does help to get this podcast in front of other people. Thanks so much for being here. Mm-hmm.